And it's been seven or eight weeks since our last show in Leeds at the yeah. back end of 2022. Feeling refreshed and revitalised? Yeah, I mean, just, I think sometimes a break is good because you're on a run, you're doing shows every week and you never really get the chance, not necessarily to appreciate the shows, but just to focus on the shows. You know, here we're going to be sold out here at Madison Square Garden. You've got Lee Wood in two weeks. That's going to be a sellout as well. It just gives you a chance to focus on the event. And this is a really good card on Saturday. You know, obviously back to Madison Square Garden where... Amanda Serrano lit up the place with Katie Taylor on April 30th last year. A really, you know, two fantastic fights uh, as the main event and co-main event and a really good card as well. I think we're going to get a great night of entertainment. Let's talk about Alicia first and foremost. It feels like she's on the verge of not only being undisputed world champion, but a chance to really crack into the mainstream outside of boxing as well. Is that fair to say? Yeah, you know, Alicia is it's a real Cinderella story. You know, she reached out to me over Instagram a couple of years ago and said, look, I'm just... I'm not getting any opportunities. You know, I feel like I'm a great fighter. I will fight anyone. Please give me a chance. And you know, just really by fate and timing, sometimes that happens. We've seen it with Andy Ruiz in the past. And Terry Harper was looking for an opponent. And you know, I, I put Alicia forward to Steffi Ball with some other names. You know, Steffi wanted a real fight for Terry. We selected Alicia Baumgardner. She won that fight by devastating stoppage. She came back, she defended, and then she landed the Michaela Meyer fight. And, you know, that was really the crowning moment for, for Alicia. We know that victory against Terry Harper was the start of that, but the mainstream attraction, like you said, in a big unification fight against a US fighter as well, incredible performance. And now she stands one fight away from capturing every belt in the 130 pound division. You know, she can really fight, she's exciting, she's got a great personality and charisma, you know, and I, I feel like Alicia Baumgartner is not just a star of women's boxing, but a star of boxing. And on Saturday night, she's got a very tough fight. Make no mistake about this, Mekaledi's coming to fight. She's extremely tough. It's a shot for her. She had a great fight with Delphine Pasum recently. It's a shot for her, really, from maybe leaving the sport to becoming undisputed in one fight. And that's such a danger when a fighter with one belt or no belts has a chance to become undisputed because that champion has been grinding for those belts. And now they've got a chance to just jump in and nick them all. And that's a really good, tough fight. And uh, I think it'd be a, be a war on Saturday between them two. And should Alicia come through undisputed, is it then maybe looking elsewhere, moving up perhaps? I like Alicia Baumgartner against Katie Taylor. You know, I think that's a tremendous fight. Undisputed, potentially at 130 against undisputed at 135. Alicia would also move up and fight Chantel Cameron at 140. You've got Jessica McCaskill at 147, who knows? But, you know, Alicia has huge ambitions and she wants all the mega fights. But first things first, take care of business Saturday. You mentioned Katie Taylor there. Obviously, she has uh, ramifications with the main event on Saturday between Amanda Serrano and Erica Cruz. I guess Amanda Serrano can't really look too far ahead at this stage. No, I feel a bit for Erica Cruz. You know, I mean, we, we represent her and she's the WBA champion, but everybody is talking about the potential of Taylor Serrano too. Um, Cruz is a live, live fighter in this fight. You know, she's already a world champion. She's extremely tough. It's, it's Mexico against Puerto Rico, but Serrano is a good fighter. You know, she's, she's got relentless work rate. She can really punch. Cruz will be hit, but she's super tough as well. Again, that'll be another cracking fight. It'll be a tremendous atmosphere in the garden. Puerto Rican fans will be in there. Obviously, Cruz is from Mexico as well. And that's a dangerous fight for Amanda Serrano, but, but one that on paper, she's expected to come through. And if she does, then we could well see the rematch in Ireland. And if she doesn't, what's next for Erica Cruz? Well, I think Erica Cruz would probably go on and maybe fight Katie Taylor. 
you know, maybe Alicia drops down a weight. You know, you've got Sky Nicholson at featherweight looking for a world title shot as well. So there's big fights for Erica Cruz. And, and that's really, for Erica, you know, one of the, the, the carrots there. I mean, obviously, this is a massive opportunity for her from relatively humble beginnings in boxing, fighting in Mexico a lot, now to Madison Square Garden. But she just blows the door down for some mega fights for herself. Let's just touch on some of the other cards there. You mentioned Sky Nicholson, mm. obviously fighting for the WBC silver title. Should Sky come through that? How many fights away do you think she is realistically? From yeah, this is changing? a really good fight. You know, Sky's fighting Tanya Alvarez, you know, who's part of a stable of Spanish fighters that we've worked with, I think, 7-0, a uh, good talent. Sky wants to move quickly, but there's always a danger, like we said, of overlooking certain fights. And this Alvarez fight is a very, very dangerous fight for her. So I see her... If she's victorious on Saturday, which we expect her to be, one or two more fights, I think the next fight would be a final eliminator. And she wants Amanda Serrano. You know, she doesn't want a vacant belt. Like we said earlier, that undisputed champion moves up and the belts become vacant. I think she would rather fight Amanda Serrano, but that's going to be a little bit of time. I think Sky is two to three fights away from a world title fight, but we'll really see how far on Saturday, because it's a big step up for her and a major belt coming off the back of Commonwealth title victory. Quite an interesting fight between Ramler Ali and Good Avril Maffey, mm. which uh, I think has been talked about previously, um, didn't get over the line then, is happening now for the IBF Intercontinental title. Will the winner of that put themselves into contention to fight maybe Johnson or Scottney? Yeah, I mean, firstly, Ramler's you know, coming on great. She's had the opportunity to box on some massive shows, you know, O2 Arena here at Madison Square Garden, before, in America, in Saudi, and she's really putting in great, great work in camp with Manny Robles and the team there. Avril Maffey's been looking for an opportunity for a while, undefeated, um, Australian fighter, been a bit inactive, but she'll give it everything. It'd be a really good fight because, you know, Ramla likes to, to fight. She's a very neat boxer, but she doesn't mind trading as well. And, and Avril Maffey will be coming forward all night. It's a massive opportunity for her. You know, we know in that division, like you said, you've got Ellie Scottney on the verge of a world title. You've got Maylene Rivas, our world champion at Super Bantamweight. You've got Shanika Johnson, who Ellie is mandatory for as well. So I think the winner of that will be on the verge of fighting for a world title as well. And that'll be a very good fight. You spent a bit of time this week with uh, Richardson Hitchens um, over in Flatbush in Brooklyn. Just talk to us about his fight this Saturday and plans moving forward because uh, he's in a division that's red hot. Yeah, two undefeated fighters, really good fight. I mean, Richardson's full of confidence, you know. You've only got to look at the current 140-pound division, you know, with Josh Taylor and Regis Progray, and then you've got to look at what's coming. Devin Haney, Javonta Davis, Ryan Garcia, Shakur Stevenson. And, you know, he has the ability and the pedigree to mix it with those guys. And, you know, he was exciting last time out, and we want to see the same in that. He's going to have great support in New York. It's a great backstory as well. And I think, you know, from this, I want to make the Montana Love fight next. You know, those two can't stand each other. It'll be a tremendous build-up. And... Um, you know, I'm looking forward to, to a, a good statement from Richardson on Saturday. And last Saturday, we saw a valiant effort from Anthony Yard mm. against Artur Petubiev. Obviously, has interests for Callum Smith, Dmitry Bivol. Do you want to just talk to us, maybe first and foremost, give us an update on the talks with Callum Smith? Is that something that's been progressed in the last couple of days? Yeah, Callum Smith will fight March the 11th in Liverpool. That'll be announced early next week. Um, it's a really interesting dynamic at light heavyweight. Obviously, you know, for us, you've got Joshua Boatzi and Callum Smith and Dmitry Bivol. And then, you know, with Frank Warren, you've got Anthony Yard. Uh, with Bob Arum, you've got Artur Betabiev. And I think that, ultimately, the fight that everybody wants to see is Artur Betabiev against Dmitry Bivol for the Undisputed Championship. Callum Smith is next for Betabiev. That's, you know, we know that he'll be allowed his time for Ramadan. And then Callum will fight March the 11th. And that fight will be ordered by the WBC. 
In the meantime, of course, Canelo Alvarez wants to fight Dimitri Bivol. He wants his revenge. That could be at 168 for the undisputed championship as well. And then Dimitri could fight for the 175 undisputed championship straight after that. So, you know, for us, of course, we have a number of fighters that we'll be doing a job for. We appreciate the need for that undisputed fight at 175. I think it's probably one of the best fights in boxing. And I can't wait to see it. You know, I think when you look at the dynamic, great performance from Anthony Yard. He's put himself in the line or is always in the line for big fights. I want to see Yard against Boatze. You know, I think it's a tremendous fight. We've talked about that fight for a long time. And you may well see, you know, maybe Yard v Boatze. Uh, Callum Smith against Betabiev, Bivo against Canelo, or Bivo against Boatze. You know, that could be a fight as well while everybody's waiting. But people shouldn't think that we don't want to make the undisputed fight. We definitely do. And maybe that could be next. But, you know, the, the feedback we're getting from the WBC is next is Callum Smith. And obviously that's our intention to deliver him a, an opportunity to become a two-time world champion as well. And whilst we've been here in New York, Lee Wood went through a media workout on Monday, I believe, mm. in Harlow in uh, Ben Davidson's gym. Bowler counts absolutely flying in mm. camp. This is just going to be carnage, basically. I, I feel like um, boxing and British boxing needed to bounce back in 2023. And I really feel like we've done it. You know, Sky had Liam Smith against Eubank. Frank Warren had better be over against Yard last week. And we've got Wood Lara. And they're three standout fights you know, sold out arena in Nottingham coming up. I think we've got 150, 200 tickets left. Lee Wood against Maurizio Lara is an absolute thriller. Thriller. You know, people thought Lee Wood was mad taking on this fight. He's just given us KO of the year, fight of the year. And we are going to see that, I believe, again on February the 18th. I don't know which way it'll go. I think Lee Wood is the favourite in this fight. I really do. But Maurizio Lara is so dangerous, so fearless. You know, this fight's called Dance with the Devil, and that's what it is. And this fight will be an absolute thriller. The atmosphere, the occasion, the card, the main event. It's a big, big fight for the featherweight division. You mentioned you think uh, Lee is the favourite, though. I've actually got the latest bookies odds, and Lee is as wide as 12 to 5. Wow. Just to win. Wow. But listen, Liam Smith was That's what, true. Uh, yeah, 9 was... to 4 or something yeah. like that, which was ridiculous. I think Lee Wood is the favourite going into this fight. But I, I see it as a 50-50 fight. But those odds, that's a big price for Lee Wood. I think he's looking sensational. He's got the bit between his teeth. And uh, to see the champion, you've got to understand, in his own this backyard. is a voluntary defence. When was the last time you saw a voluntary defence of, of a, a, a hometown fire being three to one nearly going into the fight? Shows you the balls on Lee Wood. Shows you how good this fight will be. Everyone tune in, it'll be a thriller. We spoke about other divisions unifying undisputed fights. It kind of feels like at the featherweight mix, they can all sort of get together later this year as well. Yeah, and also for us, you know, Josh Warrington, you know, he wants the winner of that fight. I think he will fight the winner of that fight. You've got obviously Lopez, the IBF champion, Mick Conlon. He can come back into the mix with us as well. Um, but yeah, first things first, Wood against Lara, Feb 18. And we've teased a few show announcements. You mentioned Callan Smith there in March. I believe we're literally just days away now. We've, we get a lot on social media. Yeah, we wins. are. Obviously, look, for us, it's about combining the announcement with the AJ announcement. That will come with March the 11th. That will come with Joe Caldina in April as well. That will come with our next-gen show in Newcastle in March. That will probably come with a Katie Taylor fight in May as well. Obviously, we hope to land Canelo against Ryder. So we've got a huge slate of cards to announce. We need to get rocking and rolling. And uh, everything 
sometimes gets wrapped around Anthony Joshua, which is pretty much ready to go. Just closing, you mentioned Canelo Ryder there. Any updates on potential venues? Yeah, we, you know, we're looking at, at the Middle East, we're looking at the UK and we're looking at America. And, and no door is closed on either. Um, but we hope that in the next seven to ten days, we'll be in a position to announce that fight. Is the Emirates unlikely, given the football season is later yeah, I, this year? I don't, I don't think the fight will happen in the UK. I think it will be America, Mexico or the Middle East.